You're listening to Discovering You Again Radio with Susan Axelrod. Women facing down the second half of life, who are you putting first? Have you reached an age where you've seen it all but still know there's more? Is life part two sneaking up on you? Look inside yourself and buckle up. We're just getting started. Don't settle for being comfortable in your skin. Break free and be radiant, inspired, confident, and abundant. These are your years. Take them and stop apologizing. Attack the second half of life with a purpose. Discovering You Again Radio with Susan Axelrod starts now. Hey, everybody, welcome. I get to do this great show with Susan Axelrod. I'm Dr. Pat. You know, many of you have said to us, wow, you guys do something really unique. You know, we're used to having hosts come on. But, you know, Dr. Pat, you're kind of like, oh, gosh, I'm not going to remember his name. You're like the Ed McMahon. Like your hosts come on. They're like the Johnny Carsons. And you're like the Ed McMahon. And they're like, gosh, why would you do that? And so what they're saying is, yeah, so here's why. This is my calling, to honor people like Susan Axelrod and the work that she is doing to transform the world. There is nothing more than I want to do at every given point in my day. And you know what this show is about? Let me tell you about Susan for a minute. If Susan were around when I was kind of going through what we're going to be talking about today, mm. and we're talking about Discover You Again Radio, if that were the case for me and, and she were here, I pretty am sure that I would have shortened. Yeah. <laughs> I would have shortened the time to get me from where I was and thinking about my life to, to discovering me again. But what she does is she creates this platform, coaching, speaking, you name it, for women in the second half of their life. So today's show, we are taking it on, folks. Uh, What are we taking on? On figuring it out. Yes. Susan. Yes, on figuring it out. You said it exactly right. If if other people had helped us, we would have shortened the time of being in the chaos. And and I struggled with that too. That's how all of my work has evolved. And as I've done this work, as I've grown as a coach and and worked with more and more people, as I've self-reflected, as I have self-reflected, I came to a couple of stages of my journey. And so I have created a map to help people figure it out. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Right now, I want to start with phase one. How do you figure it out, folks? Phase one, come to consciousness. So, Pat, interrupt me when you're ready, because I'm going to start talking now. <laughs> well, I, I, I want you to start talking. But, you know, isn't it interesting the way the universe works? So Linda's in town. So last night, Linda likes to watch um, uh, Frankie and Grace or Grace and Frankie. Of course. Who you know doesn't? what I mean? That, of okay. course. So Linda comes in last night and I know she's exhausted, but I'm like, she doesn't have like the Netflix thing in her house. So I turn on the Grace and Frankie. Yeah. And what do you think the episode was about? I've seen every one. Which one? It was the first one where they came back after not figuring it out and going over to the assisted living because they were influenced into that. But they got conscious awareness. Yes. They were figuring it out. And so today's show, 
as you go through and you take us on this journey, figuring it out, what did you call it, the first stage? So the first stage is coming to a consciousness, awareness, whatever you want to call it. Yes. But if anybody watched that episode, you will find out that if they'd have stopped there, they would have been back in assisted living. So for you, when did you start figuring it out? Yeah. I'm a late bloomer, so don't even ask me. <laughs> well, I, I would say mid, I would say mid stage. I started figuring it out when I found myself at home in bed with no peripheral vision, suffering from a depressive episode that, wow. that really stemmed from overwhelm, wow. overwork, wanting to be all things to all people. And that was the beginning of my journey. Wow. Um, I, I started really just having this constant thought, I want to feel better. I want to feel better. I want to feel better than this. And because of that deep desire to grow and evolve through this quote, bad place that I was in, I became aware suddenly, right? Like as if your eyes are suddenly opened to things they had always been there. I just wasn't ready. I became aware of this idea that thoughts are things. This isn't my idea. I didn't make this up. I've learned from so many uh, you know, spiritual thinkers before me. But I came to my own awareness, my own conscious awareness that thoughts are things. And I started working with my thoughts and I started reframing my thoughts and transforming my thoughts from this negative place that I was always in. Mine was based in resentment a lot and overwhelm and kind of chaos and anxiety to want to feel better, to transform my thoughts to I'm okay, all is well, all can be well. What do I need to do that? I need to just change the way I'm thinking. I have tools <laughs> that I use for this. Called, one of them is called What If Positive. I have spoken about this on this radio show before. And I've actually, Dr. Pat, gotten feedback from some listeners about my What If Positive tool. But the idea that thoughts are things is the basis for phase one of figuring it out. Come to consciousness. Come to conscious awareness of your thoughts and you will begin to move in the direction that you want to go in. Yeah, I am loving what we're doing here. Susan Axelrod, everybody. Now, listen, here's what I want to say. This is one of these shows that for you all listening to it, this is your live call in show to get information, insight, assistance from one of the best, one of the most sought after speakers on this, author, coach, coach of the coaches, you name it. This is the woman that said, for my life, I have now discovered a little bit of something out. And what I discovered is there are millions of women like me, and they would welcome my insight to how to figure it out and then what the heck to do with it. So I want to do something today. If you are in the realm of, write this word down, it is, I have been doing an analysis, Susan, for 15 years on this word. I've yes. been keeping track of what Google uh, says about it for 15 years. Stuck. Mm. That's your word. And right. you do not know how to begin, to begin to figure it out. This is the show for you. Yes. Three ways you can do it. Facebook. Pot, type your comment in at Transformation Talk Radio, Facebook Transformation Talk Radio, TransformationTalkRadio.com. Ask your question. Dr. Pacho, ask your question. 
or call our toll-free number now, 1-800-930-2819. I don't know about you, Susan, but I didn't have the insight to even begin to figure it out. So I love that you're talking about thinking. I do know one phrase in thinking, and tell me if this affected you, stinking thinking. (laughs) Stinking thinking. Yes, it's funny you should say that because I call it (laughs) self-abuse, self-hating. I didn't know what it was, but honestly, that's really what it is, stinking thinking. It's just like heaping this sort of these negative thoughts in self-abusiveness on ourselves. And I'm so happy for anybody listening live or anybody listening to the podcast, the archive archive yes. podcast. Yes, that you can understand that thoughts are things that you can be in control of your thoughts. One of the tools that I created was the visual of a funnel, a funnel when you pour the liquid in at the top and the pure stream comes out. For me it was like thoughts coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in. And what I wanted out that stream was a yes. I want a yes, not a maybe, not a why me, not a oy vey. I wanted a yes. And that was the journey that I got on in this phase, phase one. Come to conscious awareness of your thoughts. They're in your control if you see the opportunity. Look it. Sometimes, and I want to ask you this question. When I'm left alone, and on the previous show, we just talked about not having to do it alone. I want to stop for a minute and talk about that before we go to the next, uh, before we move on. Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, well, I do know. I know you're way more insightful. You're way more action-oriented. I mean, I've seen you in action. I have seen you go from, yeah, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. This is going to do it. This is what I want to do to help people. Millions of them. I've seen that. For me, little bit not so much like that. There's a reason I have five coaches. There's a reason. Uh, My friends say because I can't make a decision on just one. I don't think that's the case. But here's what I want to ask you about. As we look at this and what you've developed, Susan, everything from the fabulous book you just wrote, from everything in your coaching business, from comments about the tools you create, all of the above, how hard would you say it is for an individual, whether it's me, you, or any of our listeners, to figure it out alone? Okay. Thank you for asking this question. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally sitting here in my chair. So we are here, so you do not have to figure it out alone. That is what Discovering You Again Radio is. Number two, the truth is, if you learn this secret, It is not hard, Dr. Pat. It is easy. It is not hard. It is easy for you to say to yourself, to have a conversation, I want to feel better than this. What are some thoughts that I can be thinking that feel better than this? And what I have learned, and I'm I'm dedicated to this, and I still am. I study this. I learn this. I research this. I practice it. And I grow. I still do this all the time. Any moment 
you can change your thought. You can come to conscious awareness of this thought that you have and you can change it. Yesterday, I did a keynote speak in Greene County for the Chamber of Commerce Women in Business Group. I had a ball down there talking to people. And one woman was telling me about a thought that she was having about somebody else, which was negative. And I said to her, it was negative on behalf of the other woman, not about the other woman, on behalf of her. And I said to her, you know, you could change your thought about that. You could choose to think this, that all will be well, that it will be okay with her, that there will be no problem when she faces that thing. And you could breathe and take that stretch and just open and just be okay with that thought. And, and you don't have to talk to her about it. You don't have to try to change her. You don't have to do anything else. Just change your own thought, feel better about it. And she like literally sat back in her chair at the idea of, of how I explained to her, you could just change your thought. So for those of you who are feeling alone, for those of you who are struggling with this, I really wanna share my own experience and that of my clients and so many people I've worked with that you can do this simply. Yeah, we're gonna talk about this and much more. I am opening up the phone lines. We are plugging into your comments on social media. So we'll be watching those, whether it's Kat or Carter or me. Um, also, Benny is here. Say hi to Benny if you call in. 1-800-930-2819. The question really is, before we go to break, for all of you out there, are you, Susan, you got to adjust this when we come back, because I wasn't always here. Are you ready, willing to figure it out? Even if you're not able, but are you ready and willing, right? R&W, if you are ready and willing, when we come back, this message from Susan Axelrod is for you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you know how powerful your thoughts and beliefs are in determining your experience of your life? Is it really true that simply by changing some of the words you use in your day-to-day -day language that you can change your life? I'm Megan Edge. Join me on Playing on the Edge Radical Change with Ease with my co-host, Dr. Pat, on Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to seeing you there. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. You know that moment when you realize you've mastered your wellness or that you will never fall off the roller coaster of life? Well, yeah, me either. But I still ride unicorn. I will teach you how to become a mindset master. You will learn how your habits and behavior affect the success of your nutrition and exercise, relationships, organization, and so much more. Motivation doesn't arrive in an email, so stop waiting for it. You have to take action, then motivation follows. I am Coach Peggy Wells. Get out of your comfort zone and recognize the simple truth. We aren't that special. We all have crap to deal with, and we all have a lot more in common than not. I want to spark you into action. We will learn, love, and laugh together. So join me every first and third Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific for Coach Couch and Coffee Radio. 
where you will learn that being happy and healthy is way more than carrot sticks and squats. I'll talk to you later. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing? Next time someone tells you, great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com, and listen to the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. Pacific with host Sherry Clark. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Benny, David Bowie. Yeah. David Bowie, did yeah. you play my absolutely first love, maybe in multiple past lifetimes, David Bowie, Let's Dance? Oh, yeah. Had you covered? Yeah. Yeah, baby. That's what it's I'm talking about. online at this, uh, at this radio show all the time. Woo. Look at Susan Axelrod is uh, joining us here today. You know, this is Discovering You Again Radio with Susan Axelrod for women in the second half of their lives. Who are you now? Today, we're talking about on figuring it out, on figuring it out. Mm -hmm. So the thing that I remember, and before we get to it is, I remember the deepest, darkest points of despair before I dialed a wrong number that would change my life. I remember the deepest, darkest moments of despair as I'm getting fired 24 and a half years, six months away from a full pension from the phone company. I remember those moments before the intuitive hit to find out if Columbia could still take my application. Mm. But I will ask you this question as we come back. A lot of times it's so hard to do it alone. And I would like for you to share for everybody here before we take that on, that point of clarity. Mm. Tell us about the book we're going to give away today. And also tell us about retreats that you're doing, how to work with you directly, all of the above. Okay, well, the book is this. It's called Your Job Is To Be. And just last night, at that speaking engagement, somebody bought 65 of them to give out to all of her employees and other people she knows and people in attendance at the uh, dinner that I was speaking at. So this book, it's a small, it's a little book, but it's just packed with power and punch. The person who introduced me created her own introduction and she said, I was moved by the very first chapter on changing your negative thoughts to the positive. And so I'm very excited to give away this book today. I can't wait for the person who calls in to receive the free copy of this book. In terms of retreats, I have a new program that I am putting together. I'm betting the idea right now. It's called the 45-minute retreat series for women. And I am going to do an online program that is going to be just 45 minutes during your lunch hour or depending on where you live, maybe in the morning if you're on the West Coast. It's going to have 
grounding, centering, journaling, breathing, stretching, a little bit of sharing. I will share a coaching tool and then a meditation and then done with your day, the 45 minute retreat series. So you're going to be hearing more about that from me. I love it. And this is part of really what we're going to talk about now as we move forward. And that is as we move forward, before we reach that crossroads, you know, my friend Jean Houston would say the tipping point before we reach that, there are these steps that you beautifully identify. And those beautiful things that you identify is knowing when to hold them and knowing when to fold them. In other words, how do you know uh, whether or not what you're thinking or where you are, you're really clear about, do you really want it? Don't you want it? What is your, as, as Lucifer Morningstar would say in the hit series, Lucifer, Yes. what do you desire? What do you desire? That's where it starts. That's exactly where it starts. We're in phase two of figuring it out. Phase one was coming to consciousness. Phase two is find clarity. Find your clarity. Oh, if I had only known this, if I had just known. Clarity stems from one question. What do I want? But you know, Dr. Pat, as women, that is not a question that we kind of feel allowed to ask ourselves. In fact, research shows that we stop asking ourselves that very early on as young girls, you know, as we grow up as young girls. And so I am here to say phase two of figuring it out is find clarity. What do I want? What do I want? What do I want? Now, I spent years thinking that what I wanted was success. I was an ambitious type A person, nothing wrong with that. But I was thinking that what I wanted was success. But when I got the success that I achieved, my success that I was successful in for me, I was not better. I did not feel better. In fact, I felt a little bit worse because I, I felt like I should be okay, but I wasn't. I was still feeling a lot of feelings on the negative side of the feeling scale. I suffered from anxiety and depression quite a bit. And so in the end, for me, the answer to the question, what do I want? which is your seminal question for phase two of figuring it out, finding clarity. The answer for me was, I want to feel okay. Honestly, it came down to something so simple. And I, I just didn't, life, uh, I didn't live a life of simplicity at that time. I lived a life of complexity. Because as girls growing into women, there's layers that get woven into our lives of caring for everybody around us and really... Uh, like stop caring for ourselves or lack of caring for ourselves. So that's the thing that I want to share in phase two, find clarity. How do you find clarity? Ask yourself, what do I want? What do I want? What do I really want? And that's how you begin to figure out what, you know, the clarity in your life. You may think that it's material, but in the end, it's probably going to be more spiritual. We are human beings. We are spiritual creatures. And so that's where, that's where I landed on phase two with finding clarity. Um, 
as we're looking at the importance of finding clarity, and we have to stop for a minute, and I think, and talk about it, is that I think the universe, and, and let's take a moment for talk about this for, for a minute. Uh, the universe wants to absolutely please us. I think it wants to give us what we call into action to have. And so it doesn't really know that whether or not we really mean some things we say, right? Whether really we, if we refer to ourselves as losers, as failures, it doesn't really know that you really don't mean that. Yes, yes, you're right. right. Yes, and you're so 100% how do you, right. Yeah, how do you help people in this realm uh get to what they really, really want? Do you really, really want to get to what they really, really want? Right? Isn't that also important? So yeah. I didn't know I wanted the radio. I know I wanted to reach millions of people to help them live life full out. So talk a little bit on what you've created in the tool and the filters, but also how to really accept that that specific thing that you think will get you to where you want to go may not be it. Right, right. You, as you said it, you said, I didn't know that I wanted a radio show, but you did launch this rocket of desire or plant this flag in the ground or a seed, if you want to call it that way, of wanting your message to reach a million people, as you said. And I call that the direction, the direction. We spend so much time in our lives wanting to be there. Like the only success that there is, is there, right? Getting there, achieving that. And so, and me too, <laughs> that's the way I was. That's the way I lived my life. But boom, you get there. And then what? It's like, oh, I'm here now, but what's next? And my husband used to say to me, you know, nothing is good enough for you. You know, you always want the next thing. And so I worked and struggled to be, you know, mindfully present and okay in the moment. Um, so what, I, what you're asking, I describe as the direction. If I can figure out the direction I want to go, then as you said, God or the universe will fill that in for you. I'm in this right now, Dr. Pat. I didn't plan to be a coach. I, 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 I didn't plan to be a coach. What I did plan was to share my own personal journey, my own authentic message. I did want a book for a long time, but I thought my book was going to be completely about something else. And so I got on a path in the direction, and that's what I want our listeners to understand, that if you can begin to formulate, calm down your funnel, calm down your funnel, calm down your funnel, you know, everything comes in at the top of the funnel and you come down, come down, come down. If you can begin to formulate the direction you want to go, you can feel better. You can feel, you can get to the platform of, okay, okay, I'm going in the direction. And I'm clear about that. I'm clear that I'm going in my direction. And sometimes you go off the path. That's okay. <laughs> maybe that's what's intended and you just keep going in that direction. Or maybe you say, oh, I got off the path a little bit and I come back on. That's clarity, clarity, clarity. Now, I do want to say, Dr. Pat, something very important about this. Very, very important. I don't know if this happened to you. This happened to me. And it's a total reveal, which I'm just going to share. And that is, in order for me to sort of grow on my journey, I had to have a little, tiny little all about me phase of my life. <laughs> 
I did. I really did. And you know what? It didn't serve my family. And my daughter, who's now 29, she was, I don't know how old she was. She was a young teenager at that time. And she pretty much said to me, you know, mom, this is just all about you. And you know what I said? You're right. I just sat comfortably in my place and I said, you're right, it is. Yeah, you know, we're going to talk about that when you come back, because we have a question that has come in. And it's a question that I love to ask people, and we'll talk about it. You know, there are things that differentiate me, for example, from another host, right? Not good, not bad, but there are clearly some things. You know, I will mispronounce somebody's name. Half the time I talk with the New York accent, the other half I talk with the Southern draw. Uh, I'm animated, I get excited, I blurt things out because I'm a quadruple Sagittarius. But more <laughs> importantly, I so love what I do and I love what you do. Yes. When we come back, I wanna, I wanna have our listeners know what I know about you. Mm. And that is the list of things that you've experienced in your life that differentiates you from many, many others. Mm. And again, I love that question that came in because we're not talking about better or comparison, but we're all unique, right? You know, very, very unique. Uh, And we all have our quirks and we all have things about us where people say, oh yeah, that's just Pat, that's her. She's never gonna pronounce the host name, right? Yeah, you know, or, they're going to say, okay, there she goes. She's off on a tangent, right? When we come back, we're going to address that because I think the next thing we're going to talk about confidence. And I don't think you can take a person to a place you haven't gone yourself. And I want the listeners to know what I know about you. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. You said forever. You said always. Now you know things have changed. And going back is not an option. It's sudden, devastating, and is like taking a leap of faith. Tune in to From Two to You, Thriving After Divorce Radio. As Sarah Lou's empowerment coach and spiritual mentor reminds you to have faith in yourself. Tune in every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific and listen as Sarah encourages you to leave negative stories in the past and move forward. We all need a friend when I do becomes I can't. Let Sarah help as life takes you in a new direction. Leave the guilt and doubt in the past, step into the spotlight and show the world who you are. To find out more about Sarah Luz, visit saraluz.com. This is Debbie Pokornik with a moment for standing in your power. Self-control begins with noticing how different feelings present themselves in your body. When you're feeling sensitive, for example, your chin might quiver, tears might well up in your eyes, and your voice might catch in your throat. Anger, on the other hand, might appear as tension in your jaw, back, or arms, along with clenched fists, heat in the upper torso, scowling, and a strong desire to yell. The more aware you become of your body cues, the easier it will be to recognize when you're on the road to disaster. Choose the emotions that cause you problems, then start noticing and logging the body cues that come with them. For information and to work with Debbie, visit EmpoweringNRG.com. 
That's empoweringnrg.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. Hey everyone, I'm Dr. Pat. This is a reminder to join me on April 26th from 3 to 7 p.m. at Holistique Ivy Lounge, the first in Washington State, infusing health and well-being, brought to you by Dr. Darvish and her team. Join us. We're going to have a special guest, Neil Nanda, comedian actor, going to be able to mingle with us, swag bags, raffle baskets, bites, beverages, and all of the latest in health and well-being. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what it is about Susan Axelrod that got her to this point. You know, what has she learned along the way, the potholes she stepped in, that caused her to step back and say, look, there is a formula that I want to share with the world of what I experienced in my own life. Um, and it is unique. And because what she does is also no nonsense, unless you can't tell, and direct, <laughs> because she does work with people about the second half of their lives. So that means you don't want to waste another first half of your life to get there. Yeah. Before we take that on, uh, again, please tell folks how they can find out more about you. Yes, thank you. Find me on Facebook, Susan Axelrod. I'm on my Facebook page all the time. I do Facebook Lives. I have scads of free mini workshop videos on my page. And you can always find me on my website, whatwillyourlegacybe.com. Okay, now we're going to talk about confident for a minute. But the question that comes to mind is you're outlining this process various phases of us. Let's remind everybody what we talked about first. But there's a uniqueness, not only in what you develop, but who you are. And I think we should stop for a minute and talk about that. Because I have several coaches, and I, I have a new team of coaches. And I will tell you, I had to really, you know, say goodbye to a couple of my coaches, because I'm here, I want to get there. And I don't want to take a decade to get there. So I'm a little bit how should I say, um, I don't want people to rehash what I should have done. Mm. I want someone to help me. So tell us again how we can find out more about you again. But more importantly, what sets you apart? What is it about what you've learned in your life and the call to action and the excitement and the process that you want to share with people? Okay. <laughs> the thing that sets me apart is that I speak my truth. I didn't always speak my truth, but on going on my own journey, being true to myself, I now speak my truth and I reveal and share my truth. 
with my clients and with people. And when I speak and in my book, you'll read all about it. And um, on Facebook, you'll see me in my Facebook lives. And people say to me, like, how do you do that? How do you reveal such personal stuff about yourself? Um, so for example, one of the things that I reveal is, um, you know, my husband and I, we've been married for 30, I don't even know, 34 years, I think 33 years, but we've been together for years longer than that. But I revealed that there were many years that we were very angry with each other. And there was a period of time, for example, where I just snarled at him because I was in that difficult place for myself and I externally projected all onto him until I took responsibility. And so that's another thing that really differentiates me. I took responsibility for my life and I help people understand, I call it opportunity now, the opportunity for you to take responsibility for your life. Stop blaming your mother, your brother, your husband, your kid, or you know your boss and take responsibility for your life. You mentioned um, about multiple coaches. You know, coaches are work with us sometime for a period of time. They serve us and then you can move on. You know, that's one of the things that I find. My, my packages with people are usually pretty short. The longest package that I have is six months, but my, my average package is four months. I find that when I'm working, I'm, I'm pretty hardcore. I'm pretty in it with people. I don't go back. You know, I'm not a therapist and I'm not trying to do therapeutic intervention and healing. I'm a coach. We set goals. We talk about, you know, clear, clearly what we want and we move forward quickly in that direction. So those are some of the things that really differentiate me from other people. I want to just, you know, rehash um, a little bit where we've been on today's show. So important on figuring it out for yourself Phase one, come to consciousness, be aware of your thoughts, come to awareness of what you're thinking and what you're saying to yourself. Dr. Pat mentioned it earlier, heaping on the negative thoughts on yourself. Phase two, find clarity. What is it that you want? Be clear on this. What is it that I want? What do I want? What do I want? What do I really want? Journal, pray, meditate, walk, think, read, figure out, get clear for yourself. And now we're talking about phase three, which is get confident. Now, this is my phase because I'm a confidence coach. <laughs> That's what I am. <laughs> Why do I call myself a confidence coach? That is what has organically evolved as I authentically face my truth, and share my journey. People tell me all the time, all the time, I feel more confident at the end of our sessions. Even last night sitting at a dinner, you know, somebody said to me, wow, I feel great. I feel so much more confident now than when I walked in here. So get confidence. What does this mean? It means when you have found some level of clarity, and you realize the benefit of just going in the direction, finding inspiration, finding your passion, and moving in that direction, you can step confidently on that path. Now, the place of confidence stems from being okay. Now, this is important. Listen, pay attention here. The phase of get confident stems 
from being okay. Now, if you've listened to this radio show in the past, you know that I have Susan's golden rule, get okay with being okay. Get okay with being okay. When you can feel that space, you know, Dr. Pat has shared with us these big visions and these big traumas, <laughs> places that she's been in her life. Along the way, you have, it sounds to me, Dr. Pat, like you have elevated to getting okay with being okay. Even, yeah. Yeah, right? That's, yeah. that's really what ha has happened along the way. And that's the place that we're at. That's phase three, get confident. Confidence stems with being okay with yourself. How do you look? Get okay with your body. How do you feel? Get okay with your feelings. If you're not feeling the best, it's okay. Give yourself permission to be okay in that place and know later you may feel better. Tomorrow may be a better day. If you're not okay with your body, Find a space of being like, okay, well, this is who I am now. And the direction that I'm going in is exercise, nutrition, commitment, being a happier person, and maybe you know, going out in nature, et cetera, et cetera. So that is this phase. Get confident. How do you get confident? Find a way to be okay. And Dr. Pat, that is my story. <laughs> is my story. All those years of being, you know, a perfectionist, type A. I was a leader since the day I turned 14. You know, I had all of that overachieving Jewish parents. <laughs> that was my parents. I became that a little bit myself too. But all of those things prevented me from being like, oh, okay, I'm okay. No, I'm not okay. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do the other thing. Do you know what I mean by this, Dr. Pat? I absolutely know what you mean, because I think that you get to a point, and especially with talking about what you're talking about, is we get to a point where there's a sense of urgency. And I don't know what your experience is, but I want to talk about this uh, uh, as we talk about the next phase. Um, one of the things I love about you being a confidence coach is that it is very difficult, if not impossible, to take on the second half of our lives, but to take that on in a way that excites us, in a way that brings us to our true north, our true purpose, mm. in a way that allows us to do good things in the world. See, because I think when we talk about those points, at least for me, I was not interested in going back and doing what I did the first half, my nine to five job, two other jobs to pay the rent and have some fun, right? I, I wasn't really there. I had, I had things happen in my life that gave me a new awareness, as you said earlier. But now that I have that new awareness, I was clear about going back to school. But after that, it got very blurred. You know, mm -hmm. the notion that I once had about going back and being a high paid corporate ex executive could have been there, but it didn't feel right. It wasn't exactly right. And so part of this is in order to face that part of our life, Susan, right? Where that thing we thought was going to be the clarity and the pathway. And then to be at a place where, oh, wow, I'm just not feeling that. Mm. that's where you have to work with a confidence coach mm. because why you doubt yourself, 
You doubt your intuition. You doubt whether you're going to be able to branch out. Maybe you even doubt whether you're going to be able to go back to school or how about self-employment or how about starting a business. Maybe you become a coach. Maybe you doubt that because the worst thing that can happen to an individual that gets an insight or a hit is to feel the wrath of doubt. Yes, 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 definitely. So um, I'm so glad. Thank you for bringing me back. You know, these phases on figuring out apply not just to women in their second half of life, but we're talking to women in the second half of life. And again, I just, I remember some uh, conversations from last night. I have these conversations all the time with people. Look, in this phase of life, we might have a little more time. We might have a little more resources. We might have still good energy. We definitely have desire. This is the spiritual phase. This is the time when, you know, you have the opening. I mean, this is the thing about aging. You know, of course, I told you I went into therapy at age 47 about turning 50. I'm sure I've said that before, three years before I turned 50 because of my mental, you know, mindset about aging and, and turning 50. I wish I had known then what I know now. Now I share this with people. The aging process is difficult to be sure, but when you find a point of inspiration, when you feel passion about that inspiration, then it's all exploration. It's amazing. It's wonderful. Sorry, I hear myself yelling because I'm so impassioned about this. And the difference between that space, like, look at you, Dr. Pat, what you're doing, you know, and you're, you're people have no idea how big what you're doing is. But the difference between that and somebody who goes in where their space gets smaller and they don't look for that point of inspiration for the next 30 years, 20 years, 30 years. Last night, I was talking to somebody. I said, you've got 40 years ahead of you. Yeah. And what are you going to do with it? Yeah. And so that really is what we're talking about here. Those people who sit at home and grow into a smaller space, that's 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 what I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? I absolutely know what you mean. And that yeah. really leads us to really talking about this next phase of what you developed. Sometimes when we add those first three things together, uh, and I shared this uh, in a previous show, uh, some, you ever heard the expression, sometimes it gets worse before it gets better? Of course. And I have found that to be true. And what I mean by that, it could be physical, it could be external, but it also could be internal. The question is, what do you do with that? You know, or if you even want to hold that thought. But the reason that it shows up as worse is because things perhaps don't go the way that you think you planned right down to the dot in the I's and the cross and the T's. Then people say, what do I do? Mm. And, and I think this is the last part of what you teach people. So we should talk about this. Yes. Um, and it's a big struggle for all of us. Tell us what that is. Okay. Phase four, feel calm. Phase four, feel calm. C-A-L-M, calm. Now, my contention is that when you follow this map 
when you go through these phases, when you have come to conscious awareness of your thoughts, when you have an ability to reframe to the positive, when you find your clarity, when you know what you want, just in the direction that you go and you marshal yourself forward in that direction in inspiration and passion, when you feel confident that you're okay and you're moving in that direction, then you can feel calm. Then you can feel this, ah, yes, okay. I'm going in the right direction. The shoulders go down. You're not like this, you know, all the time asking, you know, the questions. Your shoulders go down. You can take that breath and you can move in the right direction. Now, I'd like to speak to what you just talked about, Dr. Pat. The feel calm phase can also be applied anytime. I had no ability to be in the feel calm phase. Like literally, I'm going to say the word never, never was, because when I think back, like even now, when I think back to those years of my 30s and 40s, you know, all those busy years, I cannot feel any calm in there. The tool that I use for this is very simple. It's easy for most people. It's free. And that is your breath. And I learned this. Of course, I used to make fun of people. <laughs> talked about breathing until I learned and realized the opportunity you have at any time to be like, <sighs> did you see what happened? I went up and down. Taking that breath instead of this, <sighs> that shallow breathing space. You know, when you're in these dilemmas that Dr. Pat and I are talking about, when you're feeling the anxiety or the chaos or the difficulty, you know, you get into this sort of shallow breathing headspace. And I want to encourage you to be aware of this, you know, thing that we can do, which is a deeper breathing space, because that's where your shoulders begin to go down a little bit and you can find that calm space. So there's two things. One is the progression of the phases that we are outlining today can lead to being in a more calm space. But also the feel calm phase can support and serve you while you're on your journey. And the tool for that is simple. It's your breath. It's breathing. It's taking some breaths. It's coming to, you know, awareness of how your breath can serve you. Now, I am not like a, one of those breathing gurus. You know, I've done research on this. There's a lot online. You know, there's a lot of people who actually teach breathing techniques and all of that. Now I revere them. <laughs> now I understand and I revere them. I used to mock them because I just couldn't even take a deep cleansing breath. But that's where we are. This is where we get to on figuring it out. If you can move through these phases and use the calm phase to support and serve you, you can be okay. And when you're in this excited, expansion, inspired, impassioned place that I'm in and Dr. Pat is in, sometimes we still need to break, take a breath to just come down in order to focus. Right, Dr. Pat? You've oh, got there's no question about it. Exactly. You know, there's absolutely no question about it for me because those moments are the moments that 
from a quantum physics perspective mm -hmm. are exponentially derived and chock full of guidance, clarity, insight, and next steps. I love, love, love that. I am going to, I have my pen here and paper, but I'm going to have to go back and listen to the show just to get all the way to that <laughs> statement that you just made. And I am going to do a mini coaching workshop on it. Isn't this is so important? I want to thank you for this today, but I also want to go back to one other question that was brought to the forefront today. And, and it's, it's in a lesson that one of my mentors who passed away, Sidonia Cahill, told me. And she said to me, Pat, just remember this. Um, and usually it's like, be careful what you ask for. But she said it this way. She said, Pat, just remember this as you enter in the world and you become a teacher. And I never saw myself as a teacher, but she did. She said, you are not going to be able to take another to a place where you haven't gone yourself. Mm. I didn't know how true that was until six months after starting the show, I came down with a mystery disease because I was meant to learn about what that kind of trauma was like. But that's you as well. Mm. You're able to take people to a place because you've gone there. And that's yes. what makes you so highly sought after. Susan, thank you for today. Again, how can we find out more about you? I want to invite you, if you're listening, to find me on Facebook. I love hanging out on my Facebook page, doing live videos and talking to you. I have a website, whatwillyourlegacybe.com, and I have lots of blog posts around this type of content that I invite you to, re <clears throat> to read as well. Thank you so very much. Last question, personal message. What are you going to leave us with? Ah, uh, what do I want to leave you with right now? I want to leave you with take a breath. This is all a lot. And Dr. Pat and I are so excited. <laughs> and if you're, if you're only listening and not watching, you can't see that I'm taking a breath myself and letting my shoulders go down. But I really want to wish you the very best and help you to understand this can be yours. Yeah. And why, how do we know it? We're living it, we're breathing it, and we're loving it. We are. Amen. <laughs> All right. Susan Axelrod, everybody. Susan Axelrod. Thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. And by the way, for all of you out there, if you missed any part of this, this show will be available on Facebook Live again immediately. will also be available on YouTube, so forth and so on. Thank you all, Benny, for pushing the right buttons. Kat Carter, thank you. Linda, for everything you do. And the most amazing Miss Jessica for just being her. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Discovering You Again Radio with Susan Axelrod on Transformation Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in and be sure to catch us next month on the fourth Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as Susan Axelrod helps answer that burning middle-aged question, what now? Get ready to dive in and be radiant in your skin. Connect to a dialogue of fun, encouragement, and new ways to tackle your future. For more about Susan, go to www.whatwillyourlegacybe.com.